This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. One game. An NBA Finals seventh game. One game. The difference between basketball immortality and crushing disappointment. One game, a chance to become a legend, a hero, a champion. What motivates me now more than ever is winning another championship. It's going to take heart. It's going to take an uncanny amount of energy and strength. To win a championship, it was one of the most emotional times of my life because that's what I play for. One game, a chance for a legacy to grow. One final game. A season-long journey draws to a close. Top of the world! Top of the world! All right, and we are back uh, with our final two games in our long series on uh, Game 7s of the NBA Finals, uh, finishing an even longer series on Game 7s uh, throughout the uh, playoffs. Uh Rich, it's been it's been fun doing this. It's been it's a been a journey. Yeah, it's been a little bit of a journey. It's been a little exhausting, but it has definitely been uh, fun. I've seen some you know footage I've never seen before. I've uh, you know learned about players and teams that I didn't really know much about. So um, uh, fun times. Absolutely, yeah. No, it's it's, it's good. I feel very. You know, I feel like we succeeded. We completed something, you know, of doing this whole series and doing, you know, all through the playoffs and all, you know, the conference finals, the semis, you know, all that sort of stuff. It's really fun. And I feel very accomplished by it. And I think we did a really good job with it. And I hope I hope people, you know, if, if you didn't get a chance during the NBA finals to listen to it because you were so you know busy listening to, you know, every other podcast in the world, you know, covering the games or you were just watching the games or doing that stuff. I, I, I really would appreciate if you could go back and kind of listen and, and, and give us some feedback and let us know what you thought, because. I really enjoyed it. I think we did a really good job of breaking these down and really going in depth and, and going into detail. And and like you said, it's just been fun to kind of go back and, and, and watch and appreciate the history of the NBA Finals, appreciate the history of Game 7s, appreciate all that sort of stuff because it's, it's, it's been quite the ride. And I, I, I feel very accomplished and very happy, you know, what, what we did, so... Yeah, I'm I'm proud of it too, and I hope people are willing to. I, I think the off season will be a nice time for uh, you know, people to kind of go back and check out uh, some of our shows, whether it's the game sevens or other stuff that we've uh, we've been up to over the season. Because uh, obviously, there's going to be let well, you know, free agency takes up people's time. There aren't games to watch. There's definitely you know opportunities for hopefully people will uh, check us out. So, uh, but we, we should finish this up first. Um, we should. And Before we pat ourselves on the back, we gotta we gotta finish strong. I mean, come on. Exactly. Our uh, number two uh, choice is the uh, Boston Celtics taking on the uh, St. Louis Hawks in 1957. The Celtics winning 125 to 123 in double overtime. The only uh, uh, only game seven uh, double overtime in history. And uh, this is, uh, of course, the beginning of the uh, Celtics uh, dynasty. This is uh, Bill Russell's rookie year. Although, actually, Tom, he- Tom Heinsohn, uh also was a rookie, and he was the, actually the rookie of the year. He was kind of, um, 
he initially before kind of people appreciated Russell's talents, uh, Heinsohn was kind of the you know a little bit of the star of um, a little bit overshadowed um, Russell. Although that obviously that would change quickly. Not that I mean Heinsohn's a Hall of Famer. Obviously he was very good too. But um, uh, you know Russell obviously being the uh, you know the engine behind that Celtics dynasty. Um, uh, and, you know, they still have, the Celtics have, uh, you know, Bob Cousy and Bill Sharman. Cousy, in fact, was the MVP this year. Uh, yep. They also have Frank Ramsey and Jim Lostikoff, who were, uh, you know, both uh, players who won, um, yeah, I believe each of them won eight rings for the uh, Celtics. Both of them are, are young players on this team. Uh, meanwhile, the Hawks were, they were only 34 and 38 through the uh, season, but they, um, buzzed through the playoffs they swept the lakers um and they were led by a young bob pettit who was in his third season uh they had uh, ed mccauley who they had received who was a celtic star who had been part of the trade for um for bill russell who was drafted by the hawks uh also young cliff hagan was a mm -hmm. part of that trade both future hall of famers um and uh, the other guy another future hall of famer is um uh, former Lakers uh, point guard Slater Martin, who moved over to the uh, Hawks and helped fuel uh, their success. They went to uh, they went to four finals in five seasons and, and won a championship in 58. So they were a, a very good uh, team as well in St. Louis. Uh, and then uh, their player coach was Alex Hannum, who was the only coach other than Red Arbach and Bill Russell to win an NBA title between uh, 57 and 69. He <laughs> yeah. led, led the uh, the Hawks to one in 58 and led the uh, Sixers to one in, in 67. So, Yeah, it's a nice little interesting tidbit there. Uh, other names you mentioned uh, for the Celtics, I mentioned the star-studded you know, cast of guys. You have veterans Andy Phillip and Arnie Risen, uh, a guy we talked about earlier. Uh, Rochester Royal, great, uh, also a Hall of Famer, you know, who was also on the Celtics. Tail end of his career, he's kind of winding down here, but still – uh, you know, another Hall of Famer to add to this list of of just this, just this tremendous, tremendous Boston Celtics team. I mean, just the, such a deep, deep team, and and it reflects that in the game as well. You look at the box score, you look at you know throughout the series and the stats as well. I mean, it it reflected that this team was just so so talented and that's not taking anything away from the Hawks, who you know <laughs> within two points of, of of toppling them, which is an incredible feat on its own. Yeah, uh, for sure, and. Um... You know, um, Red Arbeck actually been the Hawks coach for one season in the when they were the Tri-Cities Blackhawks, I think, in 1950. Um, so, yeah, both these teams had interesting ties uh, with each other. I think we talked about that in maybe in an earlier um, Hawks Celtics uh, game mm -hmm. series that went to a game seven as well. Um and Russell in this game has uh, 19 points and 32 rebounds. You know, ho hum, Bill Russell. Good day, awesome yeah, good day at the office. Finals game. Usual, yeah. Although, and Tom Heinsohn, 37 points and 23 rebounds. Pretty awesome for him, too. And they made up for uh, the um, backcourt of the uh, Celtics, Cousy and Sharman. Cousy was two for 20, and Sharman was three for 20 <laughs> uh, shooting. But. Um, you know, they were Starks, able to make a Starksian, Starksian right there. Yeah, exactly. They're just lucky, yeah. they're just lucky they've got bailed out or else we'd be right. talking about Koozie as a choker right now, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, other than the seven or, you know, a few more. Yeah, the other like that, five but... titles he had. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, um, I mean, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Pettit had 39 and uh, 19. Cliff Hagen with 24 and 16. And then Slater Martin had 23, 8 and 7. So, uh, you know, a standout game for, for their stars as well. And, you know, yeah, they, they came awfully close to um, toppling the uh, Celtics. Unfortunately, we don't really have footage uh, for this game, hardly at all. There's like one clip of Russell running the floor and finishing a give and go. 
And then there's a clip of um, the Hawks, uh, you know, missing sort, you know, sort of like a a tip in. One of them is by um, is by Pettit. I'm not positive who the other player is, but they both, you know, it's hard to tell. Yeah, the second one. It's like a close shot and then a second tip in at the end. And then we see Russell jumping up and down and fans rushing the court in the middle of the game. So, but you know, the, what I, I guess happens is the, so the Celtics are up. Um, this is still uh, b- before regulation. They mm-hmm. are up one Oh three, one Oh one, but then Pettit sinks two clutch free throws in the closing seconds to send the game into overtime. Uh, at the end of the first period, um, oh, first overtime period, uh, Boston's up by by two again, and then Jack Coleman, who had won game one for St. Louis, hit a, a clutch jumper for another overtime, um, and uh, and then with just seconds to go in the second overtime, uh, McCauley went he um, had a six foul after fouling Lasikadov, and uh, and then and then he hit two free throws for a one twenty five one twenty three Boston lead. Um, they only had one chance to tie at this point. Um, and the, uh, the Hawks had to take the ball impounds with a full court pass. Um, and, um, and Hannum, what he was the player coach. He was the last eligible player on the Hawks bench. <laughs> it, it was this, this was the first time he had been in the game for the, in the series. And then he, what I guess he did is he was able to throw the pass uh, uh, all the way across the court, bank it off the backboard, and then <laughs> get it to get it to pet it. And, and, and it's weird because it doesn't. Like, it's it's confusing because from the clip that we see, like all we see is like um, basically it coming out of Pettit's hands, the ball missing, and then someone. And I guess it's Pettit who does that, and then somebody else trying to tip it in and, and missing. We don't see the part where it comes off the backboard, and it's almost like it doesn't look like that's what happened. But this is the end of the game and this is you know apparently what happened so it's a little confusing that's incredible. to me but i mean that's like incredible yeah, like think about right. that like think of yeah. like like that's a first okay there's so much there to like unpack like he's a player coach first off right. he had yeah. not played the entire series right. and then he casually just throws it from one end of the court to the other in hopes that it will bounce to pettit which it does and then pettit gets it and then misses it. it's like oh my god like like if he makes that and we have like actual footage of it like can you imagine that clip like yeah, that would it's be... just it, that's what's so disappointing is that he didn't make it because it's like, oh, my God, they're like how like think of, like that's just unbelievable. Like, I, I couldn't do that. Like, no, who could do that? Like, who would do right. that ever? I mean, if like for it to work, it worked. Like, what a stupid plan that worked. Yeah. I mean, if we had footage of this, I think this would probably be the number one game, you know, of all time. I mean, that's ridiculous. Like, that's like Greg Popovich being like, all right, shit, well, I'll go in. And, like, <laughs> and then, like, coming up with this ridiculous plan that has, like, no chance. Like, what are the chances of that ever working? Yeah. That it, we're going to bounce it off the backboard, and it will just so happen to go to my best player with a point blank chance to win the game. It's just, it's unbelievable. Like, it's just, like, what the hell? How does that happen? Like, what, what? That, yeah. Oh, man. That's crazy. Um, so, yeah, I'm exhausted just talking about it. I know. That's, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> just somebody find a clip. Someone's got a handheld somewhere. Hypothetical grandpa that I talked about in last, uh, one of you has a clip. Someone has a video clip. I don't know where. I don't know how, but someone does. It, it, so, yeah, right. give it up. All right. Yeah. The NBA's wanna... got to have something, right? Come on. I, I mean, I would imagine that if, We'd have seen it by now if they did. But, um, <laughs> Do they not know this is a cool play? Like I, I mean, I would think someone there would have some sort of. <laughs> I would hope, and yeah. would realize, but eh, you know, you never know. I need to see this. Like I got, I got to like. It, could it just be the thing of legends where it's like maybe not as ridiculous as they said, or 
I, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I have a hard time believing that that could be like not really who what makes that up. That yeah, right. Like, who right. would make that up? Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, I, you know, I, I didn't. The I'm getting the description from the uh, summerrateNBA.com. They they have a history of every finals. Um, well, older finals. I forget how far it goes uh, in the future, but um, I think it goes at least through '94. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, so it's by their description. But um, I, I'm going to go ahead and believe them in this case. So. Well, I'm, sure, I'm, sure give it Harris, up. I'm sure Curtis Harris would correct us if we were wrong. So That's true. Well, Curtis, find yeah. out and then give us the video, which yeah. you inevitably have. <laughs> I'm sure Curtis reason. has the video, yeah, for some reason. <laughs> right, thank you. Um, yeah, I, I guess the uh, the Celtics celebrated by shaving Russell's beard in the locker room and then uh, <laughs> getting beer and then going out to dinner. So, What does uh, a, a, a shaved Bill Russell look like? I, I don't even know if I want to see that. I don't know. It, it does seem, it seems weird. Yeah, I, I can't imagine, you know, um, I'm, I'm almost afraid to to google unshaved bill russell but yeah like because even today like i I, he's still got the big bushy like you know it's goatee now or whatever i mean i I just i don't want to see that at all like that's just disturbing i i don't even i'm gonna do it i'm doing it right now so here we go you don't have to do it i will i think it's like tom selk with his mustache almost you know yeah it could it like yeah what happens let's see yeah Um, it's probably the only time tom selk and bill russell have ever compared to each other (laughs) yes uh there is no you look at bill russell unshaved and the first picture is bill russell with a goatee so that's there you go yeah and believe it or not, guess okay. So you mentioned that. What is the oddest thing that happens? The one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, tenth photo is Tom Selleck <laughs> with a go. hairy chest and full mustache. So oh. maybe well. it's maybe it's a question asking you know who would be the weirdest people to see unshaved, and it was Tom Selleck and Bill Russell. But here he is uh, in full you know chest hair and, and mustache. So do you not do not worry. And then uh, yeah, nothing. Uh, no no pictures of Bill Russell shaved, so you don't have to worry. You're you're, you're okay. Okay. Yeah, I get a very different Google search by um, uh, from this, but I get some Hugh Jackman. Um, I get you know some. Um, I get a dog, some guy and a dog in the first picture. Uh, there's some. I get some old timey photos. It's. Uh, oh yeah, I have that one too. Yeah, what the hell's that old timey one? Uh, the Walker family photos. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the the number one uh, choice for <laughs> what a terrible transition. Gotta figure out another way to transition it. Um, the uh, Los Angeles Lakers uh, taking on the Detroit Pistons in uh, 1988. The uh, Lakers beating the Pistons 108 to 105. But boy, this got close. Um, the uh, the Lakers, of course, had you know, dominated the 80s. They had won titles in 80, 82, 85, and 87. But they were looking for the first back-to-back championships that had occurred in the NBA since 69, which is pretty hard to believe that it took 19 years for there to be another uh repeat champion and then then we have like a a, a groundswell of them but it, it was kind of like there was i feel like a lot of talk at the time that like back to back was like maybe no no longer possible just because of how the league had changed you know with so yeah, many more so teams many games and, and yeah, yeah deep playoffs 100 games a year and yeah you know so many minutes but, or whatever yeah i could absolutely see it absolutely i could see that that justification for it yeah but then, that, that next year coming back is just like ah we're exhausted like yeah because in a lot of other sports it's you know we know famously in the nfl you know that's near impossible to do and teams have so much trouble doing it and and, and baseball as well it's very rarely do you see that because usually you get you know pitchers come back the next year and they're like yeah i'm, I'm, I'm exhausted like my arm is still not healed and you know we've seen it now a lot in the nba but it, it's it's no easier it, it's 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 much much you know it's just as difficult but yeah it, it is i could definitely see that justification absolutely absolutely i could see that yeah um the uh the lakers had actually never won a uh, seventh game in the finals before 
And uh, the Pistons had almost made the 87 finals, but fell to the uh, Celtics famously. Uh, this That was the series uh, we talked about before where Isaiah Thomas uh, famously throws the ball away and steal by Bird um, and so forth. Um, the Lakers are coached by Pat Riley. Uh, toward the end of his run there, he would last one more season. Uh, the Pistons coached by Chuck Daly. Um, and... Um, so yeah, this is I guess the uh, the big game wow. James game. Uh, he had the his first ever career triple double of 36, 16, and ten wins the Finals MVP. Uh, Magic also has a, a, a very good game, uh, nineteen five and fourteen. Um, Byron Scott uh, twenty one and three. Um, uh, Kareem only with uh, four points and uh, three rebounds and three turnovers, but he was 40 years old. So we'll, yeah. we'll cut him a break in uh, this one. Uh, Michael Cooper and um, and Michael Thompson with 12 points each off the uh, bench. Um, and Cooper does a lot in that fourth quarter as well. If you watch the, you know, the highlights or whatever and, and see, you know, they're, they're, he, he's really doing a ton out there and really kind of just being all over the court, you know, defensively getting rebounds, getting, you know, just a, a ton of stuff there. So he, he's kind of a standout one that you didn't really expect, but yeah, it, yeah. it was James Worthy's game really in, in, yeah, in a lot of ways, yeah. but it was fun to see Cooper there kind of also kind of force, you know, forcing his hand in there. And I, uh, um, yeah, the, the, you're going to get into the Pistons here in a little bit. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say the Lakers basically pit, played six guys, uh, or I'm sorry, seven yeah. guys, uh, Kurt Rambis had seven minutes, but they, otherwise they only, you know, they played, they played seven guys, so they're you know in uh, 2015 um, Cavs ish uh, level of depth. <laughs> yeah. You know, although they they had better players, but you know, um, but they they had you know obviously similar issues. So um, interesting thing that I did not uh, I I had not seen up until now is that Rick Mahorn only played he started but only played three minutes in this game. I'm not sure if he yeah got... was this to be because then the what did he how many more years then was he. Rick Bourne? Yeah, because I'm trying to think. Was this because there was a period? I wasn't there a period where he had some awkwardness or something with the team? Or well, this, that was a, that's this year. No, no, no. They won the title the next year, and then he, um, and then like the day that they had the uh, trophy celebration uh, was the day that he uh, was picked by Min Minnesota. That's right. Right, yeah. right. Okay, so, that's what happened. Okay, right, right. I'm, right. I'm okay. guessing I, either. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing he was either injured or ineffective uh, in in the game, but I uh, but I, I can't immediately recall. This, by the way, is the first game, the first NBA game I'm positive that I watched at the time. Like yeah, I, a little bit before my time, or I, I was yeah. one, but so I did not <laughs> sit down and watch. But no. I, uh... oh, I was nine, so um, as, yeah, I mean, I, I I'm pretty sure I watched some of the Celtics Lakers stuff beforehand, but I don't have like a specific memory of that, but I specifically remember sitting down and watching this game and and being very excited about it well you picked a good one because I, I i know just going back and re-watching this game and re-watching you know the fourth quarter there's a youtube video of the entire fourth quarter of i i was getting nervous just watching it again and it's like i have no need to do that like i don't have a rooting interest i know who's gonna win like it's happened you know you know 20 plus 25 plus years ago and still i'm i'm i'm, I'm looking at it and and, and watching it and, and just captivated by the game i mean there's just so many the, the names that you look at and just overall just being a great game of of you know the pistons were dead they were dead to rights here and 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 came back and and made it just an absolute 
great, 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 all-time great game. And there's a reason it's number one on our list. And it's I don't know if that many people would argue about that. Do you, I, I really don't think we're going to get too many people that would say, oh, that's terrible. No, it's not, or whatever. You know, you might get some Nick fans that would say the, the Willis Reed game or something like that. But I feel like most people that watch basketball and have watched games and, and follow NBA history would kind of consider this and everything that went into it and the guys who were in there and, and how this game was. Like, this is your number one. I think a lot of ways. Like, when, when you... When we came up with this list, this was like the definite, no doubt, or number one on both of our lists, I believe. Like it was there, there wasn't much debate to it. In my yeah, mind. yeah. I mean, I, I think, I mean, I think there's actually a lot of games that you know are would be good choices for that. I mean, I think some of the Celtics Lakers classics, you know, that we talked about. I mean, you know, I, honestly, any of these, uh, the top four or so that we picked, all have um, cases to be made. But I mean, I, <laughs> I, but I do think there is such a. Um, this really a lot of is people saw this and i think a lot of people seeing this one makes it a bigger you know what i mean like where we're most fans that we interact with on a daily basis have either seen clips or, or or seen the full game or like you were watching it live so it has a special place in their heart in that respect where yeah, yeah I, you know i, I mean the era that lakers celtics games i, I mean who, I, I you know mean, it's th tough. those are great yeah i mean you know but you're right this is a different um era for the game and different you know level that it had reached of course the national consciousness by this point i mean it was definitely like you know, um, I mean, NBA was full on like, you know, it, it had really, you know, broken out during the decade and mm -hmm. was, you know, the the third major sport, essentially, it had, you know, uh, it had taken off as that and was legitimately, you know, on, you know, on the same plane as as football and baseball, you know, to to a certain extent. Um, yeah, uh, the you know, the Pistons not to be denied. I mean, Joe Dumars had twenty five, five and four. Isaiah Thomas is playing on a sprained ankle. He sprained it in game six, but still went off for like a 25 point quarter in that game and nearly had the Pistons led the Pistons to steal um, game six, which of course would have meant that game seven would not have happened. Um, but even though he did that happened, he had 10 points, seven assists and four steals uh, during the game. Although he didn't really play in the, uh, he played very little in the second half uh, because basically the ankle swelled and he wasn't, um, able to um you know uh, he wasn't able to do much more after that uh right. he did he is in the final play of the game which we'll talk about um lambeer is has uh 11 and 9 with uh three steals played some very good defense on uh on the lakers bigs especially kareem um although kareem again uh was 40 so you know might might have been just kareem not uh being old and slow as well but um sally performed really well 17 and 10 off the bench uh rodman was 15 and 5 and had two steals although he has a couple of shots uh toward the end makes a, a few uh bad decisions um <laughs> yeah not not what you want out of your uh offense as a dennis rodman jumper is usually no not the best way to, to finish a possession, but that's okay. It's, it's yeah. all right. 15, that, that might be a career high for Rodman. <laughs> yeah, well, he could score a little bit early he could, in yeah. his career. Yeah, I mean, he, he was kind of a different player. I mean, he was obviously like energy and defense and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, I think he was a little bit like more versatile early in his career and he just kind of became more, you know, more specialized, um, mm -hmm. you know, with, with the Bulls. I mean, obviously he was great, but I mean, he was, it, it, he was doing fewer things, I guess, as he got older. Um, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Although, you know, doing them very well. Um, yes, right. so the, uh, the Lakers are up by, well, you by forgot 50. to mention 
oh. John Sally, who the announcers during the game said, this is his coming out party. My God, John Sally. And he had a great game here, but uh, yeah. they, they, will, they just continue to go on about how the offensive explosion and how this young John Sally is ready to take the league by storm. And, oh, he's really figured it out offensively. And I can't wait to see what happens next year. And uh, he was just kind of John Sally forever, but that's yeah. all right. Yeah, I mean, he had a decent, you know, career, but yes, he was, uh, but yeah, he, he was never, um, you know, uh, above league average in PER, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. um, or, uh, you know, any, you know, most metrics or, you know, he was a role player. Good player. He was, he was a good role yeah, player. Exactly. Yeah, right. he was a role player. Um, so, um, yes, the Lakers are up uh, by 15 with about 740 left in the fourth quarter, but Quickly, the Pistons uh, make a pretty big run. It's 96 to 90 with uh, 4:30 left in the game. So about three minutes, they cut the lead to you know they they, they cut the lead quite a bit. Um, the Lakers did repeatedly go to Kareem down the stretch, but he you know really couldn't deliver against Lambeer. Um, he had some bad turnovers. Um, he couldn't keep up on defense. He did have a, a, a good offensive rebound, and he did he, he did score a couple of buckets, but um, but for the most part, not not a strong performance yeah, by the sky him. Hook wasn't looking very good either it was kind of no yeah you know it was it, grounded it was very grounded and and yeah it, it, he's 40 yeah he can, he's allowed so yeah but yeah it was it was not one of the finest kareem games it's not one to watch in the uh the highlight reels but it's okay no no uh and and uh with about 330 left uh magic got his fifth foul kareem had gotten his fifth foul right before then and the pistons are down by four they they may overall it was a 17 to 4 run um, but were these able to get a great offensive rebound and put back to, uh, to at this point, it's 190, 196, uh, Vinnie Johnson misses a long three, but Lambeer scrambles to, uh, get the loose ball. He had a couple of really good hustle plays, um, here, uh, and a three and a three down the stretch to it. Yes. <laughs> like a yes. pretty long, like, like formed three like and and lambier could do that from time to time but you would yeah you know in this respect you didn't expect i was like holy crap like just a really good like a decent three so yeah go lambier we, go we we talked about it in a little bit in our mr basketball uh show way back but yeah lambier really is i think a better player than people remember him being you know we even made right it, people remember him just shoving people and being a yeah. grimace you know grimacing and shoving people but he's, he's a really talented player yeah he was skilled you know he was a double double guy i mean he was you know and he was a, a focal point for their team you know for for quite a while i mean we we kind of made a case for him you know being one of the guys you could kind of consider for mr basketball even maybe ahead of um isaiah but um so at this point uh dumars makes the jumper to make it 100 to 98 but then uh rodman has a really dumb foul on magic uh, on the inbound uh, magic ends up making a free throw um to give him a little bit of breathing room but then a bit later um, Detroit misses Lambeer tries to run it down and is almost able to, but then his foot gets on the line to, um, you know, missed opportunity there for them. Uh, worthy then commits a turnover, but Rodman takes an ill-advised jumper on a fast break with 39 seconds left daily. You, you, they even point out in daily, like, you know, is going like, why did he shoot that? He's like, you know, wishing they had had a timeout. Um, and then Byron Scott gets, uh, gets fouled and they're up by five. Uh, the Pistons are able to rally, uh, however, in the last 39 seconds. And Lamb Beer uh, hits that three-pointer um, kind of off a broken play, if I recall, um, pushing the score to 106-105 with six seconds uh, left. However, uh, Magic uh, hits a cross-court pass. Uh, to AC Green for the layout, making it uh, 108 to uh, 105. And then 
the controversial finish. Do you want to take it from there, Rich? Yeah. So for people that haven't seen the clip, you know, the crowd is is on the. I mean, they are. There's there's fans basically yes. everywhere. I mean, they have they're not on the court. I mean, they're they're on the court, but they're not like in the playing court. Just they're right, yet. I mean, they're they're right on the edge. Yeah, it, it, it's right. Funny they're hanging off like yeah, and and the players actually like the Lakers players. Like some of them are actually on the court as Isaiah is getting the inbound pass from uh, I, I believe it's from Lambeer. Yeah, it, it's a mess. It's chaos. I mean, there, there's there's I don't know if people didn't know how much time there was on the clock or everybody was so excited. But I mean, it's like it's still there, there's still possession in this game or whatever. So right. um, Isaiah receives a full court pass. And, and you know, it's it's not a bad look like he gets it. Uh, he starts to shoot. Uh, the fans are now they start to, you know, the second Isaiah catches it, fans start rushing on the court. Players start rushing on the court. Johnson just body checks. Like I say, it just like tackles him, yeah. knocks him down. And then the fans are just taking over and they're just like, that game's over. And the buzzer rings and everybody starts celebrating. And it's like, well, I mean, that was definitely a foul, but okay. Like it, it's, it's pretty telling. Like I, I, I know I had heard of it and I've seen it before, but watching it and, and focusing in on it for the purposes of this podcast, it was like, dude, Isaiah probably should get a, a shooting foul here. Like, like just, and it wasn't even thought it was just like, and then fans are everywhere. And there, there was so much chaos that it would have been, it had been so hard to bring it all back. But I mean, Isaiah was well in his rights to do it. I mean, he got just, absolutely pummeled by yeah. magic johnson just like i mean destroyed. and like like not a flop or anything either like he gets tackled and gets knocked down and the fans just i mean yeah. there was a whole chaos before that even i mean that that whole the whole last possession was just a mess i mean fa- i mean they, that's one where they needed to kind of probably chill everybody out and say okay get off the court let us get this last possession and they, they do that from time to time still but yeah they, there wasn't enough time here and it just it ended up being kind of a mess and and yeah isaiah never got his foul but uh no. that's all right i but, mean uh, I, yeah, I, but i mean yeah go ahead go ahead I will say, I think, you know, Magic, like, he's just kind of standing there and Isaiah, like, hits him. I mean, Isaiah does get knocked down, and I would say in most situations they would have caught a foul on it, but it wasn't like Magic, like, actively tackled him. I mean, it was a little bit, like, I, I do feel like... Um, they were both trying to get to the same ball. Is The way I sort of looked at it watching yeah. it is that they were both kind of jumping towards the ball, and, and, and it wasn't like Isaiah had caught it, turned around, and Magic, you know, tackled him or whatever like that. Right. It was like... You know, we're both jumping for this this ball yeah. that's in the middle of the the court, and you, you know they kind of bumped into each other that way. But I mean, Isaiah sure. does get knocked down, but yeah, yeah, I, I do want to. Yeah, it's not Isaiah grabs the ball, turns around, and then Magic you know tackles him and yeah. then runs away with, I, I with mean, the ball. But but that's that, not what so happened, I can sort of see the no call, but um, but yeah, I mean, it obviously like you know the the league. You, you know, the Pistons would were well within their rights to feel like they kind of got screwed here. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, we're awfully close to the Pistons, uh, you know, winning three championships in a row. And, and um, you know, and obviously that would sort of change the uh, kind of how they're thought of. You know, I, I kind of think they're thought of now as like an obstacle for Jordan to overcome. And they're, and they're not really necessarily given their due um, as much, you know, and that's partly because, you know, they were the bad boys and they behaved badly and everyone, you know, kind of despised them for the most part. So, um you know, I, I kind of get they're they're between they're sort of like they fit in between these two dynasties, you know, between the Lakers and sure. the oh, yeah, Celtics yeah. that dominate each de- decade. They don't quite fit in with that. But I mean, they were, you know, very, very prior to 
I don't know if you mentioned, but they lost in the you know they lost to to, uh, to the Celtics to get into the finals. So yeah, you yeah, can see after they, this they year, were, it's like all right, like yeah, we they, finally they were, get there, and then this is how we lose. It's like uh, all right, yeah, <laughs> it, exactly. And yeah, that Bad Boys documentary is, which we talked about before, is a great look at the uh, at at the Pistons um, you know, during that time. So um, I noticed during the celebration that there there's a guy in the crowd near where Magic <laughs> so is the greatest walking, note you've who, ever written. Yes, who looks a, a little bit like Mark Coot. Cuban with an afro i did do some intense video study i rewound it and you know tried to pause to the point which he comes by and you know upon further review it almost certainly is not but like i mean there's like an 11 percent chance that's mark cuban right there well let's do a screenshot let's tweet at him and say hey mark are you here at this okay. time I mean, I mean that's fair why not i mean hey yeah if we get a reply then we got a reply from mark cuban and that's pretty cool there you and go. then maybe he'll invest in this uh, podcast which he almost certainly uh, will so it's a good it's a good investment mark <laughs> I mean, it's a good opportunity Right. I mean, this this thing's on the rise. I mean, have you heard? Have you listened to the last you know seven episodes? It's great stuff. So I yeah, we're, we're tooting our own horn again. We we've been. This is a theme for this show. <laughs> well, and everything else I do, I just put it down. You know, incessantly, including my own work and life. So this is the one thing that I actually like have some pride in. So so oh. as long as it lasts, I'll, I'll let it go. So all right, fair enough. Because everything else I hate, and and you know I hate this. Now, now that you mentioned it, I hate this podcast. And I, oh, this oh. was this might have been our worst one ever. So it, we'll it was a good run. That's a lie. It was pretty good. But. It was a good run. Um, <laughs> so speaking of uh, of humility, uh, James Worthy says that he uh, would have voted for uh, Magic for Finals MVP. Um, I forgot to check the uh, the the stats between the two players during the series to see if uh, if that kind of bears out. But uh, I have held up now. Uh, Worthy, okay, yeah, what do we got? Yeah, Worthy had uh, 22, 7, and 4. Uh, Magic had uh, 21, uh, 6, and 13. Magic did it on 55% shooting. Uh, Worthy was 49%. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I would probably... Look at, look at the analytical James Worthy there talking, uh, you know... There you go. Um, yeah, game about the efficiency. <laughs> game sure game score-wise, um, Magic, you know, 24.4 versus Worthy, 16.6. Um, there we go. He was he was pouring over the basketball reference pages and said, no, 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 no. There you go. That's your guy. That's your guy right there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, good for Worthy to get that and to, you know, get to get something that stood out in... Uh, in the finals, but yeah, I, I probably would have uh, given it to Magic had. And a lot of that happens with the, with the final game as well. I mean, just having that 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 remar- you know, just being just yeah, you know, as we said, big game James in that final game. Yeah, I'm sure that it's it's, it's obviously not all about stats. I mean, you know, it, it, that's just a, a baseline comparison. But sure. um, but but you know, Worthy's fine. Obviously, he Worthy was Worthy. Yes, he was an okay choice. Kareem, eh, that might not have been a great choice. Yeah, Kareem, right. he got an 85. He was 38 then, so you know. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll give him that. Um, actually, you know what? Now to think about it, I think Kareem was actually 41 at this point. He had just turned 41, so. Jeez, okay. Well, yeah, the, the fact that he was still, like, able to walk and play and, like, that, yeah. that that's just, oh, that guy. I mean, yeah. And, and, and we thought about him. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, especially, you look at a 41-year-old who had played in the league, you know, how many years at this point? What, what did he, like, what are we at now? Um, this is 19. This in is, 88. This is 19, I mean, like, like. Like, just to play that minute load and to play, I mean, even if you only score four, I mean, that's still a remarkable achievement for that guy. It's just unbelievable what he could do. Yeah, you know. He, he, Breaking news. <laughs> Bill Russell, good. Will Chamberlain, good. 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, also very good. So it's uh, awesome. new ground. New ground we've broken on this podcast. Um, I have a list of, of of things that we've revealed and breaking news and, and that sort of stuff. So Yeah. So we're, we're we'll at that now. So Kareem right. played a while and was good. So Played a while and was good. That's uh, uh, we're, we're definitely illuminating a lot of things with people here. So Eat your heart um, out, Kareem. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's about it. Yeah, Woo, uh, a worthy choice. Yeah, I, I'll be interested to see what people um, feel free to argue with us. Tell us we're dumb for picking this one number one, or, or which one you would pick number one. But yeah. I think very worthy. And yeah, we, we we did it all. I mean, there's you can't you can't argue that we missed an NBA Finals Game Seven because we, yeah. we covered them all. So and, and not not only did we do it all, but to, to take a uh, to take a song from the time we did it all for love. I did it for Mark Cuban to invest. So okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know about you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Not love for me. No, I, I want to make yeah. money, but I uh, mean, may, yeah. maybe Mark Cuban is a man who will, who would die for your honor <laughs> or invest in our podcast for our honor. Right. Exactly. Now yeah. that we've revealed his, his, yeah. his, his horrible secret that he had a horrible That's afro and, yeah. and was sitting courtside at the, uh, Prior to being rich, and yeah, it was sitting I, courtside in I, LA, but yeah, well, he may have been rich at the time. Uh, but I'm gonna go ahead and guess that Mark Cuban probably has more embarrassing things in his, uh, you know, in his closet. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. We'll see. So, but anyway, yes, I, I'm very proud of us. We got it done. We're done. And all right, it's over. And I don't, I don't want to talk about the NBA Finals again for a while. So no, no, funny. yeah. And now we're off to go and watch, other watch an NBA Finals game, in just a little while. Exactly. Yes. Um. Yeah. So we've got exciting things uh, coming up. Um. And uh, sort of in next, we will be uh, doing our summer series on uh, the top 50 players of all time, the original list that was made in 1997. We're going to kind of go through it and talk. That about, one's no good. We're kicking all those guys out. Yeah, we're, we're, we're talking about the guys, you know, uh, <laughs> who how we kind of view them now, who definitely would be on it, you know, uh, talking about, you know, players who have played since then and who might be on it and by. Uh, we'll go through the whole thing, and by the end, we're going to pick our own uh, choices for who would uh, be the top five players in NBA history. So it, we're, we, we got a lot of angles to cover for. We're still you know, in the works on planning aspects of it, mm-hmm. but it'll, it, it should be what basically takes up our uh, summer, you know, unless there's a you know, major retirement or you know, other uh, breaking news going on. But for the most part, that'll be what we uh, do for the summer. So hopefully people are into that. Um, yeah, uh, check us out at uh, hardwoodparoxysm.com. We're part of the Podium Game uh, network of podcasts, which you can uh, find on iTunes if you search for Hardwood Paroxysm. Uh, would be great if you gave us a uh, rating and review, um, not just for us, but for all the other great uh, podcasts that are part of the uh, the Podium Game network, including the Podium Game podcast itself, the uh, amateur hour that's been doing amateur hour has been doing some great stuff yeah if you're an nba draft guy go back and you have about 27 or so uh podcasts to catch up on because they uh they're breaking down every team and doing mock drafts for every I, it's, it's it's been really great stuff it, it, I, I feel bad i haven't given i haven't been able to give it enough time to, to really listen to because we've been doing some other stuff but i'm definitely gonna go once i'm in nba draft mode which i'm not yet i'm gonna go yeah. back and listen to all those well, we only have a week not quite there yet we only have a week but, to go but no, I know. I'm going to catch up. I, it's always right. that last week that I really kind of get into it. I mean, because the, the, I'm worried about the finals. You know, I, yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. really think of like random dudes. And, you know, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm all bored. At the, I, I've listened to most of them. I, I'm not real good at like understanding who is going to be good and who is not going to be good in the, the NBA. So, it, it, you know, I'm interested in hearing other people talk about it, but I have no opinions of my own because it's just not something I'm good at. So, um, yeah, check that out. Uh, Bisscast Ball. Um, 
uh, some other great shows as well um, belong to the newest uh, um, show on the yep. podcast. So yeah, uh, check them out. And uh, we're on Twitter uh, at Over and Back NBA. We're also on Facebook at Over and Back NBA. Um, Rich, did I forget anything? I think that's it. You got you nailed it. And yeah, we're, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that summer project. And, and, and again, we'd always love some feedback as well, even prior to that. We haven't really... We haven't started digging in too much, and we have some preliminary stuff. But if you have a, a you know some guys, and if you think right now, okay, hey, this guy's got to be on your list. You know, he wasn't on the original list. This guy has to be on. Let us know. You know, let's have some feedback and let's talk. And, and we're trying to make it also a uh, a very group and 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 you know other people oriented. I mean, we're gonna have yeah. our ideas and our you know opinions or whatever. But we'd love to hear what you guys think and right. what you say and who you think's on and who you think's off. And and you know just just look at that list and you'll get everything from there. And and say, hey, this guy sucks. What the hell's he doing here? Or say, you know, hey, you gotta add. You know Kevin Garnett, and, and there's guys that we know, but there might be guys that we don't that we might have completely forgotten about that, yeah. that we, you know, haven't given enough time to. So please, please, yeah, feel free that that expect that we've done nothing and 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 come at us with names and and, and opinions and figures and everything you can because it's gonna be a big project and we need your help as well. So yeah, and whether it's a past player or you know a player, you know, post 1997 player who you know um, you think is worth considering that may not be like immediately obvious, you know, we'll. We definitely be willing to you know talk about him at least a little bit and you know kind of consider. Right, we're gonna add LeBron, so you don't have to add him. Yeah, uh, Le- Kobe Bryant will probably be added as well. So we're okay. Thank you for letting us know about those two. We uh, <laughs> Kevin Garnett, we will probably add as well. And then yeah, I other than that, that so. no, I'm sure. Yeah, possibly Tim Duncan. I'm gonna consider it, but I'm just joking. Well, d- don't don't give up. Don't maybe give, Tim Duncan. Don't give too much away, Russ or uh, Rich. No, I- <laughs> Rich. Um, yeah. So. All right, everyone. Well, uh, thanks for uh, checking us out, and uh, we'll be back again soon. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.